Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Carly Myers, the founder of The Stress Less Company, who help leaders deal with the day-to-day stress in a way that creates satisfying results, such as improved sleep, increased income, and fulfilling personal relationships, plus so much more. And Carly is the creator of The Stress Less Method, a signature five-step process that's guided hundreds of leaders through the steps they need to take to experience true emotional freedom. Oh yeah, love that. Hey Carly, welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Can you expand a bit more on that and let us all know, you know, where are you today with your business and who is it that you'd love to work with? Oh my gosh. Well, well, where am I today in my business? I am in a place I've been in business for about six and a half years now. So I'm not I'm not old school, but I'm not new school anymore. I'm somewhere in the middle. And um, I like to play in the sandbox uh, right now with women business owners, uh, leaders, powerful women who are currently um, experiencing some stress in their relationships. So one thing that I'm doing right now is and we talked a little bit pre-show is a a program called the Holy Space Beta Program. And in that program, I'm working with these women who are experiencing a loss of connection, Um, whether it's a parent-child relationship, a key relationship like that in their life, whether it's platonic, whether it's a business relationship or a romantic one. Um, Mm. I love working with women who are experiencing that and are looking for deeper connection. They're looking to reduce that stress in their relationships so that they can they can have that that safe place to land in their lives so they can, you know, go out and do their thing. Yes, perfect. I mean, who doesn't want less stress in their life? But oh my gosh, isn't it? It's tough because it's it's sneaky and these things always come up and there's always something sort of murmuring. And it is so easy for us as humans, as yeah, lovingly the, the idiots that we are. Oh my gosh, we want to just kind of avoid all this stuff, which actually builds. So yeah. you know, to that, what is it that you find with the ladies that come through you know, and reach out to you? What's, what triggers them to, to want to reach out? What do you want to, what, what do you kind of help them to get over to start with so that they can really embrace what it is that you do? Yeah. You know, I think one of the things that a lot of the, the women that come to me are experiencing is they're, they're experiencing a, well, first of all, they're not getting their basic human needs met. It is a basic mm-hmm. human need. Love and belonging is a basic human need. Relationships are the number four stressor here in the U.S., um, according to the American Psychological Association. Um, and so a lot of these, these women are experiencing, first of all, they, they're not feeling appreciated. There's a lot of that. They're not feeling understood. Mm. Um, 
which is, which is huge, right? That's the basis of intimacy is this feeling like you're understood and that you understand somebody else. Um, and, and there's this sense that, you know, oftentimes what, what these women are experiencing, and I think and anyone might be experiencing this or have experienced this at some point in their life is where you lean in, you're feeling vulnerable, you're having a hard time. Um, or maybe you just had something really wonderful happen and you lean into that relationship and you share, whether it's in vulnerability in terms of uh, fear and hardship, or it's in vulnerability in terms of joy and, and happiness, and then you're not received, right? And then there's that deep, the compounding of pain that comes up when you're shared and when you share what's on your heart and you're not mm. received. Um, and so that's really some, some of that is what motivates the women to come come work with me and, and join my programs because the basis of the program is about connecting one with, with other women who get it, who, who are in it, who understand it, but two, it's about connecting, right? It's about meeting that basic human need, not only within yourself, but in, in, in others and, and uncovering the wisdom that, that is within all of us. I believe we all have the inner wisdom. We know what we need to do. Sometimes it's just muddled down and, and confused, yeah. uh, so we just said that. There, just jump in. It's there's there's two angles. There is your what you're making to be true and real, and there is the the other person within the relationship. So saying yes. that you've had that moment of vulnerability and you shared, and maybe it wasn't <laughs> received or you didn't get the reaction that you wanted. There's a certain level of expectation there. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna focus on that because it's everyone. I said before in this podcast, there's no such thing as truth. It doesn't it's it's not real. There's there's perceptions of the same thing. So how do you help navigate between hold on, you just your expectations weren't met rather than the entirety of the situation. So you mm. you kind of both play a role. So we have to sit with our own power and understand what we do control because we, we can't control other people oh my gosh as much as we would like to it'd be so much easier that way so how yeah. do you help your, your clients sort of navigate that with understanding hey your expectations played a role in this mm. let's look at that as well as being able to be vulnerable and share with other people yeah I think I think part of this and part of the reason that that the women work with me is that they're, there's, they're reclaiming that sense of power. Right. Um, so we, we lean into the, when we lean in with someone and, and they're not able to be there for us. Um, and we continue doing that. There's this old saying, um, I've heard somewhere along the lines that it's, it's, um, going to the hardware store to get milk, right? At that point, we're going to the hardware store to get milk. We're going to somebody who doesn't have the capacity to hold yeah. space for us in a way that is safe and, and nurturing and, mm. Um, it's sort of this realization that, well, maybe this person, maybe they're not capable right now of yeah. that. Maybe they'll never be, maybe they are capable and they just don't know how to do that for you. But coming into this container, they're, they're choosing a group of people that can hold space for them. Mm -hmm. They're choosing to show up for themselves, to make the decision who, what are the boundaries I need to put in place for myself? Maybe I'm not going to the hardware store to get milk anymore. Maybe I'm going to actually go to the grocery store to get milk, to get that love and connection, to get that cheerleading when we need it, to get that support, to be just seen and understood. Um, so that's, that's the first thing, but yeah, it's a lot of, it is failed expectations. That is for sure. I mean, the number one people, the, the number one reason that people fight is objection to difference. And that's mm -hmm. something that 
has come out of my work and, and my understanding and my training in the safe conversations um, dialogue process, the safe conversations methodology that I, I spent 20, 2022, all of 2022 getting certified in, you know, a lot of people wonder why do people fight? And it really is the realization that we're different, that this other person is different than us. And yeah. that's, you know, our brains are wired to, to believe that difference is not safe. And so that can Ooh, be a hurdle. That is a beautiful statement. And that's yeah. huge because I mean, you could, you could talk about the, the three stages, the three things that we all need. It's safety and security. Mm -hmm. It is fulfillment and satisfaction. And then it's um, connection. Those are three mm -hmm. elements. So you're really talking about the, the connection that you get. Mm -hmm. Go back one step in the sort of evolutionary scale is it's fulfillment, satisfaction. So once you get that connection, or when you don't have it, you're really looking for is fulfillment, be satisfied. And if you're not getting that, all you want is safety. And so mm -hmm. the safety with your, your partner, whether it's a, a personal relationship or a business relationship, there are all these things that come into play and coming again from that, those kind of two angles. Um, we hear it time and time again, where, you know, financial, let's give this a, um, a real life example. You know, one member could be, oh, for me, money is security. It's safety. Mm -hmm. for the other person, it is happiness and fulfillment. So one person can be, hey, stop spending because you're, you're actually spending my security. Even though no one says that, that's mm -hmm. what's being said. And the other person is, hey, stop stopping me from spending and getting my happiness. So mm -hmm. money means something different. Again, there is no truth. There is just perception. Yeah. And without full communication, without good expectations, without understanding the assumptions, oh my gosh, we're, we're almost talking in different language. Yeah. Yeah, uh, totally. And I think, you know, the healthiest place for us to be in relationship is the place of curiosity. So versus the place of like, this is my viewpoint and uh, that that's yours and that's the way it is. Being in the place of curiosity helps us open up and uh, try to understand the difference. Uh, mm. It's the healthiest place in the brain to be that upper part of the brain. Um, that's, you know, when we're, when we're in that state of wonder or curiosity, we're, we're much more set up for connection um, to get those, those needs met of love and belonging for sure. Yeah. Okay. I want to hold space for that as well. Oh my gosh, you're dropping so many cool bombs on in this episode already. We are, what? I don't know how long we're in, but it, this is so, so much fun because I mean, we were chatting offline for a while about various things, writing the wrongs and talking different angles. But I know that you dropped in at that point, you know, the, the ability for you to sort of play and flirt with the universe as you craft your new offers. Um, right now, you've spoken about curiosity. So the law of polarity, when you come into this, go into that hustle, that grind, that dissatisfaction, that frustration with business or relationships. If you find yourself in that area, and spoiler, I do. I know my traits. I know my tendencies. I've built a system around it. I know my, I know me. How do I get myself back into, back into flirting, back into curiosity? And I yeah. think that word there, curiosity, how can we get ourselves, all of us back into that place of, okay, if something's happened, rather than take a anger, frustration, all these negative roots to approach it with curiosity. Oh my gosh. Doesn't that just change the landscape? Doesn't that just feel a bit lighter? What can come from that? Yeah. 
honestly, like this is why, you know, the work that we talked a little bit offline that the last, you know, six and a half years of my business before I, I have launched this beta program has been one-on-one work. And there's a reason for that because, you know, when we have this, like, when we, when we have that sense that like that hustle or that frustration or that stress, right. That cuts off curiosity like that, like just instantaneously, it cuts off our ability to see solutions. It it cuts off a lot of our life force in in many ways. Mm. And so the first thing that I recommend from that individual standpoint, which then will help our relationships and help us with connection is something called emotional sobriety. That's the, you know, or in, in my method, I call the first step of the stress less method. It's called manage your energy. But really what it's about, emotional sobriety and managing your energy is about acknowledging your your internal experience. Mm. There's a lot of us will we'll have this negative internal experience, we'll have that frustration and we'll just be like, I don't have time for that. I just want to be happy. I just want to be joyous. I just want to flirt with the universe. I just want to do this. I want to play. But if we don't acknowledge it, then it's going to get it's going to get trapped in us and it's going to come out in other places. It's going to come out sideways. And so Mm. what I, what we do in terms of emotional sobriety is what I mean by that is, is it's about being present with your emotions, the good, the bad, the ugly, the wonderful. And what I've done and what I teach my clients is to use um, a process that I actually built from the safe conversations model, which is about connect, having a conversation with someone else, but actually having a conversation with yourself. So first to be emotionally sober, what you're going to do is you're going to, well, first and foremost, you're going to listen You're going to take a minute and you're going to listen to the thoughts and you're going to feel the, the, the sensations in your body. And then you're going to mirror second, you're going to mirror the, those thoughts back. So for instance, my thoughts might be, I am so overwhelmed. I have a million things on my to-do list. We'll keep Mm. it simple. (laughs) Okay. My thought is I have a million things on my to-do list. I'm so overwhelmed. So you would then mirror yourself. Okay. So what I'm hearing me think is that I'm so overwhelmed and that I've got a million things on my to-do list. Okay. We've mirrored it back. So we're really hearing ourselves. The next thing that we're going to do is we're going to validate that. So then we're going to say, okay, well, it makes sense that you're feeling overwhelmed because you do, you have a million things on your to-do list. You have a bunch of things. You don't know what the priorities are. That makes a ton of sense. Uh, And you'd be shocked at how much relief you can create in yourself by just validating your own experience. Um, And then the third thing is to empathize or the fourth thing. I don't know what number I'm on at this point is to empathize with yourself, right? So Uh you validated, you said that makes sense. And what makes sense about that is, and then you, you val, you empathize. So you say, okay, so the feeling that you're feeling right now is overwhelm. And then you might pile on some more, right? So maybe there's some anxiety, maybe there's fear, right? And so you acknowledge those and you can take another second and tell yourself, yeah, those feelings make sense too, given, given what we know. And so that's, that's really the process of being emotionally sober. Now, if you're a spiritual person, there might be, um, an action there's, if you're spiritual or you're action oriented, there might be two additional steps, right? So one could be surrender Mm -hmm. that experience, those thoughts. So you can say universe source, you know, higher self, whatever you call it, 
I want to hand this to you. I'm going to hand this over to you. These thoughts and these feelings over to you. I'm going to let them flow through me. And you, I trust that you can handle this. That's if you have a, a spiritual nature to you, that's really helpful. Um, and then the other piece could be, um, okay, based on this, what is a really nurturing action I could take for myself here? Okay, so I'm overwhelmed. I understand that I'm overwhelmed and that I've got a million things on my to-do list and that I'm feeling anxious and I'm feeling afraid and I'm feeling overwhelmed. Okay, what's one thing that I could do to nurture myself and just decide one thing. So it could be, okay, I've been working for six hours and I haven't given myself a break and I haven't gone to the bathroom and I haven't eaten and I haven't da-da-da-da. Okay, well, maybe that one thing is to take a break and to do that. You need some water. Thing, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Makes a huge difference. All right. A basic human needs meeting those makes a huge difference, but it also could be, okay, I'm going to take a minute. I'm going to look through my to-do list and I'm going to insert some Gary Keller here and ask what's the one thing that I can do in which it would make everything else easier or unnecessary and just choose one thing. Right. Mm. So that's an example of how you might walk through that process with yourself. Yeah, that is a beautiful process. I want to just zoom in on the one aspect that I thought stood out the most for me, and that's to validate. Yes. Now, I'm not here to validate emotions and, and really get stuck in the story behind mm -hmm. it. What I love about what you said, and I think this is a nuance that's often missed, things are swept under the carpet. Oh, don't feel that. I'll oh, feel that. It's okay. Rather than be like, no, this is happening. This is the situation. I am feeling this. Why? Yeah. Because this is where the, the sort of science comes in with all these. It may not be, again, back to truth. It may not be completely real. But right now, this scenario that's creating your overwhelm, it's giving you the cortisol. It's giving mm -hmm. you the neurochemicals. So whether the scenario is actually made up, you are actually feeling something very real. Mm -hmm. At that moment to hold space for so if we're going sort of science and woo here, I love sort of delving into both these parts. Yeah. To acknowledge that it, this is real. This is happening. Okay. Rather than try and hide or, or lie to ourselves, it's actually okay because you didn't feel it. Mm -hmm. Logical and emotions, two angles. So yep. I love that that's a big part of that. And I think that's, that's a key takeaway. If, if you just take one thing away from this episode, I think that one aspect could be a game changer yeah. if you don't find that as sort of second nature. Yeah. Validation is huge. A lot of us, it, it, if we do it within ourselves and we do it with others, it's, I mean, that'll make the tears flow. That'll make mm -hmm. us feel deeply seen and understood. And it'll allow the emotions to move so much more than yeah. just stuffing them down and trying to get straight to action. Right. But, but us sort of talking about this and going through it, it's like, it's not like, you know, we know all this stuff. Logically, I think most people know most things as human beings with emotions and neurochemicals and our nervous system, oh my gosh, we all get kind of stuck in our way and, and struggle and level up and have different challenges. So even with all this information, what's it like for you as the business owner, as you sort of navigate through, you know, tweaking your business, bringing up sort of new different offers, finding different ways to serve people. What's it like for you right now as, as you go through the next transition? Yeah. <laughs> um, my experience right now related to this conversation, related to everything that we're talking about, you know, um, it's, it's a journey. It's always a journey. Um, mm. for me, you know, I think when I first started my business and I, I think probably a lot of people resonate with this, but when I first started my business, I had this idea that someday I would, 
I would sort of arrive or make it. And um, that's just not, that's not truth if, if there is something uh -huh. that is true here. Um, and, and so there's always, in my life and in my business, there's always, it requires awareness. It requires really being present. It requires, you know, one day, especially being an entrepreneur, it's a, it's a bit of a, it can be a bit of a roller coaster, right? So mm. one day it's like, woo, on top of the world. And the next day it's like, oh my gosh, what is happening, right? And so, yeah, it's, it's a lot of the, the practice of emotional sobriety is for me has to be, has to be part of my, my day to day, or also my, I might go insane as a, as a business owner, um, but it helps me. It helps me to acknowledge truth when I use it. Cause I, I want to be clear when I use it, um, it helps me acknowledge what needs to happen so much quicker. Mm. Um, so for me, you know, I spent the last six years, six and a half years, I still have some one-on-one -on -one clients serving one-on-one, -on -one, focusing on the individual experiencing experience, focusing on helping that person, including myself, find freedom, that, that freedom within. Mm -hmm. um, and in, you know, starting in 2020, 2021, 2022, there was a lot of emotional processing, emotional and, and, and tangible processing that needed to happen. And that can be challenging, especially if you've, if for me, when I had five years into my business at that time, and I was like, my intuition was saying, it's time to pivot. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Are you kidding? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Um, and so the practice is really helpful uh, in those moments where your inner child is like, throwing the temper tantrum or my inner child is throwing the temper tantrum. Yeah. It's really helpful to use it to, to calm that down and to be able to step into action and, and make the shifts that I need. Um, Cause I know mm. we talked pre pre um, show about how, you know, I, I do one-on-one -on -one work, but I am shifting um, or let's say adding this new element of this holding space beta program a safe container for women to share. It's not coaching. It's, it's about being seen. It's about being witnessed. It's about connecting something totally different than I've ever offered before. Mm. Um, and that transition in and of itself, you know, most coaches move from a one-on-one -on -one coaching model to a group coaching model. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm have this one-on-one -on -one coaching model. And then I have this completely different, yes, it's a group, but it's, it's, there is no guru. There is no coaching in that group. It's about helping. Um, it's about these women uncovering the inner wisdom. So it's totally different, totally different approach than what most people see. So can be scary. It can totally be yeah. scary, but also <laughs> that's the excitement. Yeah. With your journey through this, it's you, you touched on the, the intuition. It's like, Hey, you need to do this. You're like, what? Uh, no, no, that's, that feels uncomfortable or is it wrong? Where is that voice coming from? Is it fear? Is it truth? What is that for me? And digging in and actually hearing it's one thing, actually knowing the, the truth behind it, I think is another thing. So what is it like for you as you continue to learn how to listen? Because every level up you take, there's new challenges, there's new things that come up, there's new things that sort of muddy the waters. So how in this next level are you learning to follow your intuition, lean into to what is true for you personally so that you can continue to build your business rather than have that sort of resistance? Where's, 
where is it tricky for you? Oh, <laughs> I want to say everywhere. Um, <laughs> how, where, you know, how am I doing that? Where, where is it tricky? I mean, I, for me, it's about the constant reminder, constantly reminding myself um, and mm-hmm. proving to myself that I am trustworthy and that my intuition is worthy of being trusted. Mm. Um, I think that maybe somewhere along the line, I was, I, I picked up that, that my inner wisdom was, was not always right. And that got muddled. That inner wisdom then got muddled with the voices of other people. And right. And then it's like, whose voice is this? Um, so for, for me, you know, my up level right now is about doing my best to, to differentiate between, let's say the ego mind and fear and my intuition or, or that inner wisdom. Mm. And, and then also doing sort of a checks and balances of saying, okay, folk, let's focus on what's, what's working here. You know, um, what's going right. what, who, what, what is feeling really good? Where are the results, right? Like focusing on what's going really well, because it's so, so easy, at least for me, so easy to, to fall back into all the things that are going wrong. And what should I do about it? And, oh my God, I got to solve this. And But momentum happens when we, when we're in that flirtatious state, we're in that curiosity state, when we're in that what's working. Okay. Let's do more of that. That feels really good. And we can get this like energetic thing moving and, and the train or moves on the tracks so much quicker. So it sounds like within there, there's a bit of validation that you're, you're looking for. So I love the sort of nuances between what, you know, coaches, creators kind of are doing and what we all need ourselves. We've either been there and done that and solved that, or we're continuing to, to bolster this particular skill or traits. So with the validation that we spoke about earlier, sounds like you're looking for validation for your intuition, for your trust. You need to see to reaffirm this, this obviously false limiting belief that you have or some story that you picked up, whether you fully understand what that was or just the knowledge that <laughs> it's there is enough. Once you start to see that, so you need the experiential understanding, the proof rather than going forward with it. So what is it like for you as you seek that because as you said to focus on on what's going wrong as entrepreneurs like let's fix these the holes in the bucket rather than no no look look at how much it's actually got right now where do we best focus our time so what's it like with the validation for you to what do you need in order to continue to 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 move forward with with yourself with the confidence with the trust Mm. yeah I for me it's been, I love that you're bringing the validation piece full circle here. Um, cause it is, it's, it's constant for me. It's the constant self-validation results are not results are not. Mm. So it's the, the constant feeding for me, it's the constant feeding of the belief and the dream that is, is what I need really right now is, is, is the constantly telling myself and feeding myself with that. This is possible. Yeah. This is great. This is exciting. Look what I'm going to create. Um, and then also when my ego mind wants, wants some proof, then going, okay, well, look at the bank account, <laughs> look at the clients, look at the, what's happening here, there in this. Um, yeah, I think I, I love that you brought that full circle. It really makes it a big difference. Um, mm. And I, and I would add, you know, there's, there is 
um, I think oftentimes we start our own businesses um, to solve something and resolve something and learn something that we need to learn. Um, yeah. And so for me, uh, I one of my deepest desires is to to be in to live in a place where I can authentically connect and share and be a safe space and 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 also have a safe space to land and to be able to practice that all all of the time everywhere in my life and so bringing this um you know outside of my personal life outside of my personal relationships and into my professional relationships too just makes sense for the for the trajectory and and perhaps I might get a little woo here but like perhaps in learning the spiritual lesson I I believe I'm here to learn mm. yeah go go full woo love that <laughs> it's, it's all connected it, it's it yes. really is and actually whatever whatever beliefs actually empower you mm -hmm. whatever empowers you to move forward whatever empowers you to do the things that you know what to do whatever empowers you to as we said bring this back into into play into flirt into curiosity because yeah. that's where the magic does happen but as entrepreneurs as business owners as guides as partners oh my gosh it yeah. can be so tough so Carly, thank you so much for sharing not only what you do, the amazing work that you do and the containers that you're building, but behind the scenes of what it's like for you as you navigate personally through the, the roller coaster of yeah. being a business owner. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Oh, you're welcome. Look, if you want to find out more about you and the work that you do, where can they find you? Well, you can find me just about everywhere on social media at The Stressless Co. Um, you can find me on my website at thestresslessco.com. Um, and yeah, I would say start, start there. Um, I, and actually one more link, which is stresslesscode.com slash links. That way you can find everything. You can find my social, my website, my, my events, everything there. So stresslesscode.com slash links would be the place to go. Awesome. Well, guys, if, if, if you're curious or you're like, hell yes, I need to know more about this. Go and check it out. But yeah, Carly, thank you so much for being here and sharing with us today. It's been so much fun. Yeah, thank you for having me again. You're welcome. <laughs> hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.